On this episode of The Nosebleeds, we're joined by the Milton Sports Corner to talk some midway football, some NBA drama with the LA teams, some MLB free agency predictions, and the NCAA football playoff rankings are out. See what we think about it. All this and more on The Nosebleeds. Life on the edge, I'm dangling my feet. I tried to pay attention, but attention paid me. Haters can't see me, nosebleed seats. Yo, what is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Nosebleeds Podcast. That's K-N-O-W-S Bleeds, because we know what we're talking about, but we sit up in the nosebleeds because we broke. It's your boy. Yo, what up, y'all? It's Kush. And we have some very special guests today from the Milton Sports Corner. We have Kyle, Curtis, and Cody. They're taking in for Brandy today. She is out, busy, as usual, as always. But <laughs> she she's uh, busy with the Clippers, so shout out to her and her Fox Sports gig that she's doing. Um, so how are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Of course, I was on their podcast two weeks ago, I believe. So make sure to check them out. What you guys is uh, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. Twitter Milton is Sports. Milton Sports Corner with no vows and no corner. vows and corner. Okay, C- and C- you guys are on Spotify, R- Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Spotify, Spotify for sure. Make sure you guys check them out. I'll make sure to leave their uh, profile in our Twitter, so you guys can definitely check them out. What what's your guys' shows about? Sports. We're talking headlines in NFL, NBA, NCAA, and we're doing gambling, uh, some fantasy segments in there. So we're pretty guys, good, pretty yeah. good at gambling. We're yeah, all right. We do pretty good. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better from the start. Yeah, I was on their show and uh, we did our <laughs> picks, and I went. Uh, actually, I'll let you guys listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Over. Uh, all right, so let's start off with the NFL. We got our halfway awards. We're what week ten coming up now so most teams have played their eight games of the season so uh halfway awards let's start off with the obvious mvp who do you guys have i'm taking russ right now uh first so far in qbr 22 touchdowns i think he only has one interception this season and they're what seven and or no five and two or something like that they're seven seven and two, seven and two yeah. okay so i was right yeah seven and two he's leading the seahawks uh and then he got just got another weapon with Josh Gordon. So I think especially if he beats the Niners this week, there'll only be one game back of them. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that Niners Seahawks game. What about you, Kurt? I got the same thing. Um I like him because he's just like he's good at just using his feet. Like when he gets under pressure, he's good at using his feet, like getting out of the pocket, throwing the ball. He's just freaking he's like I in my like I know it's between him and Rodgers, but like in my opinion, I think he is like way better than Rodgers this year. Right now, yeah, especially after the last week. Nah, after the loss to the Chargers for sure, Rodgers took a dip. But what about you, Cody? Uh, I have Rodgers. Um, yeah, last week was was a bad game for sure. Um, guy barely had 160 yards in garbage time against the Chargers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he's got 17 touchdowns on the year, two interceptions. Um, he's on pace for you know career no- like another good career season. Um, and I think he'll pick it back up, but I think Rodgers is the MVP just because he's carrying that team right now with, with like none of his receivers out there for most of the year. Um, he's made both running backs look like gods catching the ball. So, and he's just making ridiculous throws that only he can make with yeah. his arm strength and his arm talent. So, I mean, at this point, I think. I mean, if any other quarterback were to do it, we'd be surprised. But since it's Aaron Rodgers, it's like he does this another every day in the yeah, office. Exactly. 
So I actually have uh, LaMarvelous Jackson. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Cody over here, for you guys that don't know, it is not a Lamar Jackson fan. But, I mean, his numbers haven't been amazing. But if you look at what he's uh, done, I mean, the guys helped Baltimore's offense as the highest scoring team and the best rush offense. And obviously, rush offense is not a big thing. But, I mean, the guy put up 30 points against the Patriots, and before that, their defense only gave up 33 points. So, I mean, there's definitely something that uh, Lamar Jackson is doing. And to put up three touchdowns and 224 yards against a a team that we were talking about had the best defense defense, historically as well, too. Like, they were in that conversation. So, I mean, he leads the entire league in yards per carry. So, I mean... But his, keep, his, keep showing us why he's a running back. I mean, that's fine. I, th- as long as you got, he's on his way to break the single season record of Michael Vick's a thousand thirty nine yards. So, I know his passing isn't there, but yeah. given his run offense, the fact that he's such a dual threat quarterback and he's helped the Ravens to seven and two, uh, yeah, seven and two record. Now it's like he he's been balling and definitely I in that situation we're gonna get to the get to the Patriots Ravens game, which was our game of the week last week, but. They had two crucial fumbles. Five in within the last five years, that Ravens team is not winning that game with those two fumbles. But <laughs> Lamar Jackson is a great guy who can manage the clock, and I think that's why. And they have a really tough schedule coming up next week. They have the or this week they have the Bengals, which should be a win for them, especially with no AJ Green, who always torches the Ravens for some odd reason. <laughs> Ryan Finley. I think I think AJ Green's back this week. No, 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 no. he's, he's, he's going to be out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he said his ankle's too swollen. He saw who was freaking quarterbacking. Yes, yeah. and then but after that they have the Texans, the Rams, and the Niners. So I mean, I think those three, oh and the Bills after that. So I think those four games right there will be a true test to see whether he is MVP or not. But right now he's definitely my MVP. Yep. All right, let's go to Defense Player of the Year. Who do you guys have? I got Stephon Gilmore. Um, just the lockdown corner for the Patriots uh, takes away any opposing team's best offensive weapon on the outside. Um, he, you know, he just—he's a big key for their defense right now. I mean, he can shut down one whole side, and he lets the the linebackers take care of the underneath stuff, and then the other safeties and the corners can, you know, deal with the rest. But Stephon's been locked down. I have the same. He kind of like anchors their defense, always covering the top guy. What about you, Kurt? I got Nick Bosa. I like. I know everyone talks about the Patriots defense being really good, but the Niners have a really good defense too. And I just feel like he. Like especially being a rookie this year too, it's like crazy how good he is. He's like I feel like he kind of leads that defense, so I feel like he. Would you guys say the only undefeated team? Yeah. Team, would you guys so. say he's better than his brother already? Nick Bosa is better than Joey Bosa. Healthier. I think yeah. he's better than. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we will say that. But I'm talking yeah. about talent wise. Who do you guys think is better? I mean, they're both super talented. Like it's just Joey what? just can't stay healthy, or he just wants too much money. So plus one scheme is dominating right now, and the other is yeah. yeah. That's so. another thing too. It's about the it's easy. Schemes. Yeah, it's easy to say that Nick Bosa is doing better because just because his team is doing better. Well, yeah. one plays in Joey, front of Joey Bosa also has more, what one and a half more sacks than him from this past week, but one plays in front of fans for their team, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, the Chargers. It's always uh, they're all away games for them. It's always yep. road games for them. Um, I actually have. Uh, Jamie Collins. Well, I mean, me and uh, Cody were talking about this before. We could put an offensive player. Yeah. Definitely be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield. We got freaking Darnold. Darnold. Yeah, in Rosen's in there. Hey, we might put Ghost as the <laughs> defensive player of the year. <laughs> but yeah, um, Baker Mayfield's been awful. I don't think we need to go too much into that. Twelve picks, three fumbles. 
It's like Halloween is all year round for him, giving out candy. Yeah, just gift um, season. But yeah, I have Jamie Collins. I mean, I feel like he doesn't get talked about enough. The Patriots basically have him for a steal. Um, they brought him back this <laughs> year, and he hasn't disappointed at all. Top 15 in sacks this league, tied for fourth in interception this league, top 10 in tackles for loss, and he has two forced fumbles, fumble recovery, and a touchdown. So, I mean, he's really that anchor of that defense, and which has helped them to such an amazing start. So that's why. But I can't discredit Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is a really – he's like Jamie Collins 1A – Stephon Gilmore one B, so that's that's how close it is. Plus playing on the same same exactly. same exact defense like that's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not fair. Uh, offensive player of the year, uh, I think. Are we, are we in consensus here, Christian McCaffrey? I'm going with McCaffrey. Dalvin. Cody put Dalvin Cook. Dalvin. Oh, you have Dalvin Cook, which right. is a good pick, also. Yeah, yeah can't uh, argue with that. Yeah, Dalvin. I mean, he's just carrying carrying the ball for a hundred yards every week. Uh, he was like, I don't know if he still is after last week, but he was coming in the last week. He was the leading rusher in the NFL. Um, I think he's healthy. still probably is. Yeah, I yeah, think he's still he's so is. far ahead. McCaffrey's second. I know that for sure. So yeah, Dalvin Cook might be first. Yeah, yeah. So yards. yeah, he's uh, he's making the Vikings offense go, and Kirk's building off that with the play action, hitting you know Diggs and Thielen whenever they're healthy. But um, I think Dalvin, for me, is offensive player just because what he brings to that team. Yeah, I can't I can't argue with that. But I still got to give it to Christian McCaffrey. This guy. He does everything. Exactly. He's, he and he's doing it with, I wouldn't say he's not a rookie quarterback, but Kyle Allen is damn near a rookie quarterback. Yeah, first year starting. Yeah, first year starting. So, I mean, he's basically helped him out in every single way. He helped Kyle Allen to a 4-0 start, uh, minus, and then they got smacked by the <laughs> Niners. But, yeah, the guy's second in rushing yards, first like, in rushing touchdowns, zero fumbles. That's the crazy yeah. thing right there, zero fumbles. The amount of carries he gets. And zero fumbles. Just That's, touches in general. Like Yeah, exactly. Receptions and everything. PPR God if you're playing fantasy <laughs> football. But yeah, so that's why I have him. Yeah. He has 881 yards a season, and last year rushing he had 1,098. So he's almost past that in half, yeah. half the amount of games, and he has 360 receiving yards. Yeah. So he just does everything. I saw a stat or like a graphic that he's on pace to break Chris Johnson's yeah, all-purpose all purpose yard yeah. record. And I mean... We keep and, busting out fifty yard runs. He's gonna get there. Yeah, I know. And honestly, that offensive line doesn't really have that big name players if you think about it. Like, so you got to give Christian McCaffrey credit where it's due. They when just they, get him to the second level, and he can make two guys miss. Yeah, because they loaded up against him too. Because they, the defenses. Yeah, and, and I think that's just, what's helping Kyle Allen out yeah, a lot as sure. well is getting those receivers open. And Kyle Allen does also have some young receivers. It's not like he's working with veteran guys. He has mm-hmm. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. So, I think McCaffrey like. Out of everyone, I think he has like the most capability just to re- like just run all over team. I feel like every play that guy can just freaking bust take, a big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Every play he always has the chance to do that. Yeah, he just runs all over teams. It's crazy. All right, let's go with offensive rookie of the year. Who do you guys have? I've got Gardner. Um, although his season's probably over. But yeah, we'll get to that also. We're talking about that. But I mean, you can you can put Jacobs in. I think Jacobs ends up winning it, but as of now, like if we're giving awards halfway through, I mm-hmm. think Gardner, I mean, he's kept the Jaguars afloat, kept them in the playoff race. Um, you know, he's shown shown ability to be very good, make plays outside the pocket, extend plays, find the open guy, and then he's also shown why he's a 6th round rookie. Yeah. So Washington State always uh, comes up with those quarterbacks, man. I mean, Luke Falk was good for <laughs> a certain extent. Adam Gase loves him. It don't matter. Know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm surprised he actually fell to the fifth round. It's pretty pretty surprising. Minshew? Yeah. Yeah. Sixth round, I think. 
Sixth round, sorry, yeah. sixth round. Well, he was like he was older at Washington State, wasn't he? Yeah, he's so a he's, grad. He was grad a grad, transfer, yeah. yeah. Oh. So he played, you know, he played all over. He was at ECU for a couple years, and then he was at JC. Like a Brandon Whedon type. Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. was like twenty eight. So Brandon <laughs> Whedon was playing pro ball. He's a grandpa now. Put him on the list <laughs> of those brown quarterbacks that never made it. Out <laughs> into the jersey. Yep. I I I'm going with Josh Jacobs. Uh, is 800 rushing yards this season, and I feel like whenever the Raiders win, it's him doing good. Mm-hmm. And last night he had that late touchdown against the Chargers, just ran right up the middle. I don't know how he scored, but <laughs> just ran right up the middle on a third and one, scored a touchdown right there. We'll definitely talk about that. He has seven game. touchdowns this season. I think second half he'll run away with the award. Yeah. I have Josh Jacobs as well, too. Guys, a monster. I think coming into the league, the big question was if he would be a three-down back, four-down back type of guy. He might just be that kind of power hamster kind of uh, runner that just runs up the middle the whole time and maybe they would get Washington and uh, Richard in the mix but I mean it's his for the taking he's proven that he can be a 3-4 down back so uh, shout out to Josh Jacobs that's why I have him win. and again like Christian McCaffrey zero fumbles as a rookie especially impressive um, Saban wasn't going to tolerate that stuff <laughs> yeah I mean, and the crazy thing was is that in Alabama they had basically a running back by committee with Najee Harris. Yeah, that's and, why I mean there yeah. was some doubters like how exactly. could he carry the load because they you know rotate whatever beast they want in there. I feel like that's every year with Alabama like when they had Derrick Henry, yeah. T.J. Yeldon, they all. Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> like even when Mark Ingram was there, like he wasn't getting all the touches for yeah. him all the time. Yeah. What about you, Kurt? Who do you have? I have uh, Kyler Murray. I know, like I feel like he's kind of unnoticed this year. But I feel like lately, like, minus he had, like, two bad games. But he did pretty good against um, – he didn't do bad against the Niners. Like, he almost led them to to beat the Niners. I think that surprised everyone. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's kind of just started to get comfortable, and he, like, wants to use his legs more now, too. I feel like he's more comfortable running and passing. I think that was the biggest question for him is, like, the first couple games you saw him is, like, he just wanted to be a pocket passer, which, I mean, he's great at doing that, but when you have the ability to use your feet, use it. you see Lamar Jackson utilizing it like crazy mm-hmm. as well. So it's, like, pick up on that, and if you need to run, run. So and he's insanely fast. Like, yeah. He can outrun any person yeah. on defense. What like, you, I'm pretty sure he runs like a 4'4 four four or something yeah, like it's that. it's stupid. And he has cool, a cool visor, so <laughs> makes him look pretty cool. Style points. Style yeah. points right there. Looks like LT out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to rookie of the year defense. Uh, do we all have Bosa? I think we yeah. Nick yeah. Bosa. I mean, when you're in the conversation for our defensive player of the year, rookie of the year is nothing for you. So, I mean, the guy's third in tackles for loss, top 15 in sacks. So he's not even worried about rookie of the year because the guy has defense player of the year in his reach and a Super Bowl win in his reach as a rookie. So, I mean, it's possible. And an undefeated, undefeated season. And they're undefeated. Yeah. That didn't happen. But, I mean, okay. So, let's – I mean, that kind of segues into coach of the year. I actually have Kyle Shanahan for yeah. the 49ers. It's his only his third season and best defense in the league statistically-wise now after the Patriots lost last week. And uh, that I think arguably the best defensive line in the league. Yeah, yeah. And those guys are all what under twenty five, twenty six years old. All on rookie deals. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I mean, they're gonna have to pay all Buckner. D Ford just got paid, so yeah. I mean, well, both if Nick's like his brother, he's gonna want a lot of money too. I'm surprised he didn't hold out at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> kind of did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he actually did. Um, and not to mention. The Niners are undefeated, <laughs> so yeah, I think definitely if ended right now. Kyle Shanahan would be coach of the year, so I think Kyle's agreeing with me. What about you guys, Kurt and Cody? 
Uh, I got Bill Belichick. Um, you know, he always just seems to to get the team in the right right spot. I mean, they just suffered their first loss, but um, he's still coach of the year because I mean, he look what he's done with the defense like so far this year made him juggernaut. Um, and then he still got a good quarterback on the other side of the ball for him. You know, making the right play, uh, throwing it two yards past the line of scrimmage every time. <laughs> so, but yeah, he manages. You know, he's he's one of the best coaches ever. So he's he's my vote for coach of the year right now. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, my my thing is, is like the a reason why he definitely would be in coach of the year contention is obviously his record, but the defense as well, especially losing Brian Flores, which was a huge loss for that defense. But and is it? Doing even, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now looking at in hindsight, though, like come on, yeah. Um, and I think he's actually been having putting up a better defense than he was last year. So I mean, that kind of s- says something as well. Kurt, what about you? Who do you have coach of the year? I got Sean McDermott of the Bills. Um, you got to say his name right. I did. McDermott. McDermott. <laughs> McDermott. I had to search the Bills head coach in Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean McDermott, why Thanks, you got him? Kyle. <laughs> I like that. I'm a Bills fan this year. but uh, I Closest to Boise colors, I guess. <laughs> do you want to go to a game? Broncos are, but whatever. Do you want to go to a game? Not really. Bills Mafia. Freezing up. I'll, I'll just table. go. I'll just go to the for the uh, go for the tailgate. For the tailgate. Yeah, yeah. you can be like those the, uh, the desk oven pizzas, man. Through <laughs> <laughs> a table, school. baby. I know. I feel like. Wait, what do they do? Also, they put like the mayonnaise the or ketchup, ketchup and, and ketchup and mustard all over the guy, and he just sits I there. I wouldn't do like, that. Kyle would freaking throw up because he hates ketchup. He's I think even, a lot of people would throw up. He's never even. That's tried just it weird, man. It. Like, why? I mean, I guess that's what <laughs> happens in Buffalo. You literally have nothing, nothing else to, to do. do. <laughs> yes. So you just. Hey, we got a Bills game this Sunday. Get the ketchup ready, baby. Well, Let's go to Costco. <laughs> that's <laughs> not why Sean McDermott should win Coach of the Year. Why should he win? Tailgates. He should because he's a good coach, and. I feel like the Bills, they, they have a really good defense. I have their defensive fantasy. That's why I kind of like them a lot. <laughs> but, um, they, I do as well, too. They had a bad loss, I think it was against like, the, Eagles. Eagles. against the Eagles. Yeah. And then also the Patriots. That was a close game. But other than that, like, I mean, they, they only held them to 16 points, the they Patriots. Usually, and they yeah. almost came back and won. So, I mean. I feel like every year, too, the Bills usually do good at the start of the year. And then they kind of just, like, even out. But this year, they're, like, they're 6-2. and two. I think and I definitely see them. That's a product of the AFC East schedule this year. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Their next three games are against the Browns, Dolphins, and Broncos. Let's see the W. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's what Josh Allen's going to say. But, yeah, I definitely see him making a wild card spot for sure, I think. Especially in the AFC. I had him at 6-10. You know, like Josh so Allen's actually... never thrown for over, like, 250 yards in a game. And he's known to be have a really strong arm. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, he's who's been there? running. But I will say John Brown has been one of the – Best well, he's amazing, like pickups. him and Beasley, like yeah, work. yeah. Frank Gore, baby. Frank Gore, the machine. ageless wonder, dude. And then Devin Singletary. He's coming on. He's yeah. coming on. All right, so let's uh, end it off with comeback player of the year. We're gonna talk about. I have I have Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is just. You saw this last year. You saw a drop in the Rams offense in Week 13 after he went out with an ACL injury, like. And, I mean, Gurley was battling injuries, too, but I don't think people credit Cooper Cup as much. And now you're seeing it because Cooper Cup has been going off. I mean, third in receiving, sixth in reception, tied 11th for touchdowns. And then he's actually – this is the craziest stat that I saw. He's number one in big play catches. Or, sorry. Leading in Yak. Yeah, and Yak. He's second in Yak. And if you look at it, six out of the top seven uh, players in Yak, which is yards after catch, 
is all running backs, and Cooper Cup is right there at number two. So, I mean, got coming off an ACL injury, too, and doing that is pretty damn impressive. When, what, last game in, like, the first half, he had, like, 200 yards. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the London yeah. game. Yeah, in the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, I mean, Goff looks for, for Cup. I'm in agreement with Kush for a comeback player for um, Cup. Um, he just, every time third down situation comes, big play needed, you know, Goff's looking for him and Cup's winning his matchup in the slot. Um, and then he's making a guy miss and, you know, going an extra 30 yards, 20 yards mm-hmm. or whatever. So, Is, is he going to be on the Patriots soon? Cooper Cup? Yeah. You want to know actually something really funny, but like kind of sad too, is that when, during the draft, I said Cooper Cup, the Ravens should draft him with their second pick, or at least Juju Smith, but Juju Smith went right before the Ravens' second round pick. Said we take freaking Tyus Bowser. <laughs> guys have really done Out anything. Out of Houston. Yeah, guys have done anything, and now look at Cooper Cup. He was a third round pick for the Rams, and he's been balling, one of the best receivers in the league right now. What about you guys, comeback player of the year, Kyle? Uh, I'm going with Jimmy G. Uh, leading the Niners, coming off his ACL injury, leading the Niners undefeated season. Like he's not playing great, but he does enough to win. Yeah, I feel like like he does have seven picks. He has thirteen touchdowns this season. Like he's not the like great quarterback like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, but he does enough to keep his team in the game. And like he knows he has a good defense, knows he has good running backs. He has the weapons around him to be good. And I think coming off that injury too, especially yeah, it's a Just tough go injury out of to balance, come off. Jimmy. Just go out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, Jimmy what about GQ. Kurt, what about you? All right, Kyle earlier was talking about McCaffrey and how he had, like, he almost has his total of last year rushing yards. But my comeback player of the year, he already has 415 more yards than he had last year. He only has one more touchdown. But 415 more yards than last year, and we're at the midway point. That's pretty good. And that's Le'Veon Bell. (laughs) 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 Like, that guy... Compared to last year, that guy's going off. I know he didn't play last year, <laughs> which is a very good reason to pick him. And he only has 415 rushing yards. I don't really – did any of our comeback players really play last season? When did Cooper get hurt? We he got hurt. Yeah, we oh, okay. he got but hurt. I'm talking about he didn't play at all. <laughs> <laughs> like zero. But what is the comeback? He decided to sit the out. It wasn't him. The like, comeback is he's playing. Oh my god! It's his dumb fault. His comeback was going to freaking New Jersey. And he's, he's backing up Sam Darnold about the ghost thing, which is nice of him. He has to. Well, he did. So that's good. Tell him to work on his damn pass block and <laughs> help Sam Darnold out. Oh well. Well, anyways, I think he should win. If if not, like another pick. Like as Kyle said, just man, you have another pick. You're not confident in your well, first pick. I'm just saying. <laughs> You can't have two. I, well, yeah. I do. Okay. <laughs> I would say Jimmy G, too. The only thing that, that like, would Jimmy Graham or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy okay. G. Whatever. Right. They're both Jimmy sure. G. Okay, Jimmy whatever. Grapes. <laughs> I would I would say he's a good candidate, but, like, also, I feel like he just kind of hands the ball off a lot. He, and Jimmy G stays winning on and off the field, if you know what I mean. Aaron Andrews. Aaron Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> that Let's was go, funny. <laughs> Out of all reporters, I don't blame him. Leave you on Bell, baby. Let's go. All righty. So that's our halfway awards. Now let's get into the new the headlines going in to week ten. Dolphins, they get their first win. Let's go. Let's, let's clap it up. Fins up. Won the game, Fins Fins up. baby. Fins that's up, baby. why it was the game of the week last week. Yeah, we Fins had up. that. What a game. Sweep week all around for Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Losing their number one pick. But, but yeah, okay. If, it, if you're so Cody's a Dolphins fan, yep. R.I.P. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's nothing to be mad yeah. about. It's just okay. the cycle so, of fanhood. So that's what I'm saying. If it, after that win, 
do you like it or you don't like it? Is yeah, it I'm I'm fine with it. It's one of the you know games they can win without like there being too much repercussions because they still control their destiny for the first pick. They still play the Jets, still play the Bengals. So if they really want to tank, they can lose both of those, make it happen, and they'll be first overall. But it, it looks like they've actually been trying like these past no, couple they, games since Fitzpatrick's, well, Fitzpatrick like, been in. When they put him in against the Bills, I after that I knew it was. That's you know, what I'm saying. So it was you, win time. You think they'd lose against the Jets and the Bengals? Because I think those are two win te- uh, win no, games they, right there. They the players, like I said, they don't want to lose. I mean, right. it's all in management, so it depend like they can they can determine who's inactive and who's not. But once those guys are on the Drop field, a you two know, point conversion, they're they're gonna be there. yeah. Ken but and they're Drake still gonna go. be top three no matter what. And yeah. they have, but they need that number one pick. pick. Well, even if they don't get the number, they have they're so, so much picks. resources to trade. They yeah. can trade all three of their top. You know the first round picks to get to the top Dude, if they really given, need to. But given given that roster right now, I don't know if I would trade yeah. up. I, I would want quantity, quantity over quality. But we have thing. so much picks in the second, third round. Um, like those, you like, can make in the next two years. We we got so many picks in the second and third round that it, it's fine. So. Do, you, do you think number ones if they don't get because, it really that bad? How many quarterbacks there are? They like go uh, yeah, Burrow, I was gonna say you Herbert. saw Burrow. You have still uh, Herbert, but I mean, Hurts. I think. Tua is a once in a generation. Tua is by far play. the best. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it's a far difference between Tua and let's say the second best is Justin Joe. Herbert. Or Joe, Joe Burrow. Or whatever. Joe Burrow. Yeah. I think it's a significant difference between them that it's not like kind of a, you look at Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes kind mm-hmm. of a thing like where, you know. Trubinsky. <laughs> because we don't, I mean. Bears fans, man. I'm all, sorry. All first round picks, you know, it, you, they're not like guarantees, especially in the yeah. NFL. So. If we can like trade three and lock up like one significant player that'll like change the, the franchise, then I'm fine with that. Like w- losing those two other first round picks because, you know, our other two first round picks, we can go down the list of like just the Dolphins alone. Like they're not all guarantees. So, Deion Jordan, baby. <laughs> Deion Jordan, Devonte Parker's finally starting to turn around. You know, five years later. I mean, hey, you might find another gem like Preston Williams. He's been balling this season. Yeah, Preston was undrafted. Yeah. Jake so, Long. Jake Long. We took him over Matt Ryan. Jake Long, baby. You guys also they, said hey, you guys also said no to Drew Brees too. Said no to Drew Brees for Dante Culpepper. <laughs> Who's uh, is is Hoyer gonna play this week against him? Uh, Brissett's like wanting to play, but <laughs> if I'm if I'm the Colts, I don't you play don't. him. I don't play. They him. have to win. The Colts have to win for sure. But I think they can get the job done but with Hoyer in in the backfield. They I don't, need to I, win and have Brissett healthy though. Like that's if what they I'm win saying. without. With, and he's not healthy. I don't no understand point. how he's like questionable and allowed to play. Like, if you saw the injury last week to Brissett, that was it was pretty yeah, nasty. Yeah, no, they say it's like an MCL sprain, yeah. so like it's not you know, it's it's he's like they've shown like him moving around in practice with a brace and stuff. But we'll see. I think that you know they'll say he's questionable just so Dolphins you know have to game plan for both of them or whatever. But if Warriors and there's no way <laughs> that they just make it easier for the Dolphins to tank. <laughs> they, there's no way they stay double digit favorites. You know, come they're, they're come trying to figure out some Hoyer. tank plan if they're playing Hoyer. The Dolphins are like, oh shit, <laughs> what are we gonna do? We well, there's always one solution. All you can bliss. put in Rosen. Oh, oh man, boy. never been ain't. a fan of that guy. Never will be. No. Fake an injury out there. <laughs> Fake an injury out there, Fitzpatrick. We need to lose. Yeah, so Fitzpatrick's just getting himself another contract right now. Well, that guy is gonna play as How long as Brady. How old is he? I don't know. He's on his like 14th year, though. He's smart yeah. as shit, too. Yeah, no, and he loves playing football. You know he loves is, to win. He loves diving head first <laughs> and just bulldozing people. 
It's I know when he when he took uh, who was that? Who did he go head to head with against the Bills? Took him to the goal line. Yeah, he just one, of, one of their him. safeties. I was like, God yeah. damn! I was like, okay, I think the Dolphins aren't taking anymore. <laughs> no, when they put him in the game, like he's trying to win and he's gonna make yeah. the right pass. I mean, Rosen can't read the field or can't set up protection, so he gets himself killed. We'll also play. see how the run game works now too, because Mark Walton suspended. Yeah, not games. a big deal. Kenyon Drake's gone. Keelan, <laughs> baby. Who? Kalen Blage. Bo- same shit. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kalen Doss. Same shit. Knock on wood if you're with me, fellas. Kalen Doss is a monster. I, I like think Blage will just uh, be inside the 20 guy, and then they'll use uh, the guy Gaskins, who I think Miles they're going to from Washington. Yeah, I think that they're going to be excited to use him. And then I kind of think he's so overrated, my boy, uh, in my opinion. My boy gets worth the shot at this point. Gaskeski or Gaskeski. He's finally getting his... You know, I just picked him up in fantasy. Yeah. Second, I hope he goes second off year this week. tight end. Uh, as long know, as tight Fitzpatrick plays, yeah. especially with no Preston, someone's yeah. got to get those targets. Right. And Devontae's going to be, you know, shadowed by whoever. And Albert Wilson's still out. Uh, he's been playing the last couple weeks, but he gets like one catch for five yards every week. And then Jakeem <laughs> Grant still has feet for hands. Cut. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about other quarterback situations in the league. We got uh. Cam Newton's future with the Panthers. He was uh, just placed on IR this past week. He's done for the season. Jermaine Kyle Allen's taking over for the rest of the season. He's going into next year, his last year of his contract, making, what, 18.9 mil. So what, what do you guys think is the future for Cam Newton? He's not Even. with the Panthers. <laughs> Absolutely not. They're saying that he might go to the Chargers or something. So are you, are you sure guys saying that he's going to get traded in the offseason? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, so. Yeah, there's, they, they're not going to bring him back. Especially with that much money, and like yeah. Kyle Allen's like proven, like yeah, I can win games with you know dirt cheap. So yeah. someone will take him too. What's Kyle Allen's he, contract actually? Because they, did I they sign him for a one year or is he? I don't think he was drafted. He was undrafted. Yeah, he was, which is crazy to think because he was like in some uh, high school scouting. He made he Kyler transfer. One. Did you hear about uh, Kyle Allen's story? Yeah, he made he Kyler was, transfer. He was that that kid in that commercial. The NFL Play 60 <laughs> commercial. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just warming up my arm. Warming up my arm. Become your mom's favorite player. No, yep. I'm just kidding, but it's funny. I, I keep seeing that. It's the Twitter greatest. Stuff. It's the greatest. That's Twitter's so still funny. undefeated, man. <laughs> Twitter's amazing. Just so like funny. the objects. It's like, this kid grew up to be Kyle Allen. Unbeaten. Yep. Yeah. But, uh. So, what, think, are, what are some teams you guys have him going to? I think he should go to the Chargers. That bait no. all, like. Look at what Phil, yeah, they what just need Phil? another guy that gets hurt every what damn about game. Phil last night, that guy didn't do anything. I, I, I mean, see Phil, going Phil Rivers looked like freaking Cam Newton overthrowing his guys by five, ten yards. But I think he's. I don't think they'll take. He's too injury prone. They're gonna draft. They they're gonna draft someone to sit under Phil. They're not gonna get a guy. They got Easton. Yeah, Easton it wasn't that bad in the preseason. He can run a little, but I think they'll draft someone instead. I think. I think Chicago or maybe even the Bucks because I think the Bucks are going to move on from Jameis. Yeah, but I how much of an upgrade is Cam Newton from Trubisky? I mean, only one way to find out. Well, I think can, he is uh, an upgrade. Maybe not much, but he is. Are an you upgrade. giving Cam Newton fifty passing attempts a game though? No, Matt Nagy's so <clears throat> dumb. Yeah, I don't. How do you go from like almost coach of the year to freaking the doink? Did he did he win coach of the year? Yeah, Who won did, it last yeah. year? He did right he did. last year. <laughs> the doink got his mind all messed up. The guy finally figured out a run game two weeks ago with David Montgomery and then went back to square one. Gets <laughs> Took, a Chargers. Took a knee. Took a knee. Didn't Chargers. use his best, best weapon to get him more in field goal range. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I see Cam, like Kyle said, one of the division teams, the Bucks. Um, I could see him going there. So and they then don't I could also. Jameis? No. no. And I can also see him going to the Falcons. Huh? 
because he's you know he's from that area kind of and then um they like they, but do you think those teams are giving up on their quarterbacks right n- now no but they'll sell, like teams like often pick up other like in their division the players often cycle through you know the division teams just because they they know them because they see the film on them whatever but do you think they'd give up 18.9 million in cap right there that's a lot of money you have to yeah they have to you definitely have to you have to have a quarterback to win I get that but I'm they saying, can get stuff for him no, no 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 I'm not saying the Panthers I'm saying the if you're the Falcons or the Bucks do you want to take on that contract kind of a well thing. If for the Bucks if they're really done with Jameis then why not why not kick the tires but the Falcons is is more is less likely just because you know they have Matt Ryan in place and they have so much money tied up yeah. elsewhere um but I just think those are two of the top five probably landing spots for them. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about another quarterback issue. Uh, word just came out that, well, the Jaguars are on a bye week this week, and they're saying after the bye week, Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback for the Jaguars. Agree or disagree? That's the right move. Yeah, I think so. You guys it's not a Matt Flynn, Russell Wilson? No. I mean, when you think of Nick Foles, you know, everyone thinks just playoffs only. Like, they never – Think of him in a regular season game. Yeah, he's just um, getting, the guy he's had a seven his, touchdown that, game. That, <laughs> Don't forget. I was gonna say Nick Foles. Like, I mean, I feel like there's a reason he should be there. Cause uh, what, Kyle? What? I mean, <laughs> la- last week, last week was probably Gardner's Minshew's worst game. He didn't look yeah. good at all. But I mean, if you look before that, the guy's been balling, and he's still put him in a position to possibly even win that division. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're only two two back. Yeah, and uh, and with the Colts injury history right now, and then Texans aren't great. Texans, yeah, like you don't know if that that defense is such a hit or miss every single week. Mostly been misses, especially now with JJ Watt out for the season. But uh, I don't know. I if I'm the Jags, I kind of ride with Minshew. I I know you paid Nick Foles a lot of money, but Minshew has been got it going. He has chemistry. And, Given that D.D. Westbrook has not been healthy this entire season, Mark Keesley has not been entire, uh, healthy this entire season, D.J. Charks is his guy, and they don't have a tight end. Who's their tight end? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like he's working with what he has, and he's doing a hell of a job. So it's like if you build around him now, think about it. Yeah, but you're not going to leave that much money I on the that. bench for a sixth-round rookie that's only gone 500. And Nick Foles has proven he can win big time games for you. Yeah, so. I was, was going to say, but it's if not the, big time games. I well, mean, no, not not for the Jaguars, but in, in his, his career, in okay. his history, like if the Jags make the playoffs, I think Nick Foles would be the move for sure because he has. Yeah, if they make, but they the gotta playoffs. get there. Well, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I feel like he could get him there, but like you know, like he's got a Super Bowl and everything too. So, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't feel like Nick Foles is like you know a huge upgrade over Gardner, especially like arm talent wise, but. Um, Nick Foles, you know, just just makes the right play every time. A lot of people also forget that the too. the head coach was Nick Foles' offense coordinator with the Eagles too. Yeah. So, I mean, that could definitely be beneficial for Nick Foles and the Jaguars' offense. All right, so they, talking about the London game, there's been thoughts that London should get an NFL team. There's been uh, stirred that the Chargers might moved to London, but that got shut down immediately. <laughs> Dean was dropping some F-bombs on yeah, him out there. Dean was, uh, hell no. I, 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 for for uh, G-rated terms, he said yeah. hell no. But, uh, yeah. 
What, what do you guys think? If the Chargers went to London, I just I think, think the AFC do. West would be a disaster with the travel plans. Oh, there's yeah, no way. There's no bad. way you can get <laughs> Phil and his twelve kids to move across the pond over there. Like Phil has his car to commute right now. He's not gonna freaking drive that thing to London. So they're not gonna move to. L- I think if London gets a team, it'll be like a new team or something. I don't think they're gonna move a team over there. I just, I, I hope just might go to Mexico first before London. <laughs> I think they'll move back to San Diego before anything. They might get some damn fans over there. <laughs> they would. They w- no, they wouldn't actually. But <laughs> they need to do something. They need to just go back to San Diego. I, I agree. I think San Diego la- won't take them the back. Thursday, I Thursday night would. game. Uh, Troy Aikman, like in the first quarter, like the first drive, he said San Diego. Oh, every, every single game they did. Oh, yeah. The refs even do it. Remember the game, game against the Dolphins? Kurt, the ref was like, yeah, the San. <laughs> <laughs> San Angeles. But now San the, <laughs> the, the announcers don't even correct themselves because they're just like it's like so common yeah. they just go with it. They just like, gotta move back to San Diego. Well, that's even if San Diego takes them back. That, I think they. No way. I think they would just because they have nothing else there. The people they, hate them. The yeah, Padres, there's man, still Padres some, are coming up. There's still some people, and I think the city would take them just because of. Well, they ain't paying for a stadium. They've well, already made that clear. Yeah, I think they would though. They are the dignity health. <laughs> they aren't gonna <laughs> go. I think they're they're staying in LA. They got the whole. No, new they for stadium. sure are for the next few years yeah. at least. And they're gonna they're play gonna at least a year in that new stadium. They'll play at least four. Yeah, I, think. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past until Phillips done. Yeah, but okay. How about you guys' thought on London just having a team? That's a terrible decision. I think that's they, like, sure. whether it's expansion no, or whether it's a team right now, that's bad. Because they would imagine have how much. Imagine how much of a freaking shit show that'd be for like traveling there. Like I know there's already games there right now, but like I'm pretty sure every team that travels they always have a bye after, so they can't have. Like you know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. feel like it'd be. The mm-hmm. Dolphins bad. were the first to, team to decline a bye after a London game. And but they I also, think also if you think about East it, Coast if a team, team. comes from London yeah. to. Yeah, they can't have a buy. That's what I'm saying. I, I see that, and also in my opinion, I think football still isn't that big over there. I don't think it's gonna draw that much of a crowd because if you think about it, the guys, the people that go over there, the fans that go over there are from yeah, the U.S. And you see all them like have different so many jerseys. different jerseys. Oh, like, it's a I'm rainbow saying. in the stands. Yeah. So what they're doing now is probably good enough where they have two different teams every week, or what is it like nine games every year or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's good. Like maybe nine even, games now. It's a lot. It's like six, five or six. I think there's like five and then there's the one in mexico yeah. so there's like six international but there's well, enough there's usually one in canada and it's good to like switch up the teams yeah because there's always just different jerseys there yeah, it's good that's it's good that they do it like now and just switch up the teams but i don't think a team should go there if they had a team i think they'd have a good fan base though they would all switch to them um also i think football <laughs> is not a big sport there you have the, football. the original football <laughs> over there and then football. you have and then you have rugby you got cricket you got all that stuff there football is like american football is mm-hmm. not gonna be the top of their priorities. So, I mean, I mean, they have stadiums built there, which is good. So, I mean, they don't really have to worry about funding a stadium and stuff like that. But yeah, well, that's like the new the new stadium that they play at Hotspur. I mean, the NFL yeah. was like key in making sure that happened because like they had to be you know certain requirements so the NFL teams could go over there and yeah. they wanted the field conditions and all this other stuff. So and the NFL has like made it an emphasis on trying to. You know, promote the game there, but I don't know how. I don't think it's gonna work. Also, to what plus, extent? the the ratings for the NFL have not been the best. They, I feel like they just keep going down and down. But and especially if you move one team there and have a game at six thirty in the morning every single day, well, like, like it's not on the West good. Coast. Like I feel like it's more accepted 
than the East Coast because like whenever I hear people, they're always complaining like, "Oh, I got to wake up at nine thirty instead of one to watch the football games." Like for us on the West Coast, guys, that's, that's what like, we have to do. <laughs> but that's like that's the the fun part about it is you have football all day. But like on the East Coast, they're just so used to having you know whatever they can yeah. in the morning and then football they go to church one, or whatever it and is. then football yeah. at one and then they don't even watch the end of the Sunday night game if it's on the West Coast. Yeah. So. It's actually, like, if you think about it, it's only three-hour difference, but there's such a big change in culture over there. Yeah, But, absolutely. I mean, if I'm a Saturday night, I don't want to wake up the next Sunday morning and watch football at 6.30. I mean... I do. I mean, I do, too, right now. But if it yeah. becomes an every-week team, and what if that team is a Super, Super Bowl contender and, like, you not need to watch their game kind of a thing? Like... I don't know. I don't well, think that's can, best for yeah. ratings yeah, and like, reviews. Like, only say, our diehard fans like us would well, watch it. If you think yeah, about absolutely. the casual fan, the, they may they're not. not gonna, that yeah. one morning was brutal. Yeah, that we one. We woke <laughs> up to watch the Bucks game. Jameis does a pick right to the It was worth it for the free kick, fair catch. I fell asleep there. It was worth it for the free kick, fair catch, baby. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about last night's game. Uh, we had Kyle's Chargers versus the Raiders. And that was actually a good game. It's pretty damn Back good game. Forth. Back and forth. Uh, it's pretty run dominant game. Melvin Gordon was playing well. J- Josh Jacobs played well. Uh, I'll tell you who didn't play well. That was Philip Rivers. Well, yeah, in the first half, the Chargers were dominating the ball, but filled through the pick six, and then the Raiders he threw ran like back. three picks in the first two series, and then one of them got called back. The Raiders had no offense in the first half at all. They got the ball, and then well, they, they never had the ball. Field well, goal. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And the Chargers were just running all over, but then Phil just overthrows damn receivers. He they literally didn't. has like a second to throw the ball though. When you're missing two starting tackles and you made the Raiders' passity look good, like yeah, they're making making Cleveland Furrow actually look like a good fourth pick in the draft. Like the only guy that can rush is Crosby. Crosby, yeah, and he, you know, he was in Phillips' face all day, but like go, but yeah, both but sides are getting there. Uh, both of them couldn't zone line up. They can't <laughs> line up offsides. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of idiots! How hard is it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, it wasn't even <laughs> jumping. It was lined up in the neutral zone. Like, just ridiculous. Yeah, Took well, away. Eric Harris could have had a five-pick game. Yeah. It doesn't matter when you got Trent Scott protecting him out there. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't need that an extra inch to beat that guy. And then the last drive was terrible. Like, they, they had three timeouts. I called it. I actually called it in our group chat. I said, Philip Rivers is going to throw a pick right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? But he always It wasn't does. even the pick. He just over. Like, they had guys pick. open, and he just kept trying to go deep. Like, when, like in the two-minute offense, when you have no timeouts, you don't go over the middle. But they had three timeouts. Why not go over the middle to Keenan Allen? And, and actually, no, the thing is that they did, but he threw behind Keenan Allen badly, and I think that's when he was like, all right, middle's not the choice When he anymore. threw but Travis Benjamin, he wouldn't have caught it anyways, but he overthrew him. I don't know why he's he even throwing the ball. He's a black he hole out there. as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, and Patton seemed like Keenan Allen, but then he was overthrowing him. He could have had a couple good. And then you had that really controversial passing interference call. Mm-hmm. And then the one that was actually passing interference didn't get called passing interference. That's so NFL it was just like... You. There's a lot going on that game. No, I mean, Phillips, like, in his interview, he's like, we had eight plays and gained zero yards, and he just did one of his classic Phillips works. That just made me laugh so much. But, like, early in the game when they were down 10-0, um, they got back into it on offense, you know, giving Eckler the ball, giving mm-hmm. Hunter Henry the ball. So in that last drive, they didn't touch the ball one time. They just kept throwing it deep into double mm-hmm. coverage yeah. outside. And mm-hmm. I think they, they were just they're playing, playing it up and for hoping for P.I. Yeah. They got they're their kicker back, Madden too. Out there. Like, Badgley's made a 59 Money Badger. <laughs> Money Badger. <laughs> like, you could get from the U. Like, if, if he Do was you guys like up, that nickname? I'm sorry, Yeah, it's dope. He got it. He had it in college at the U, so I'm fine That's with it. That's a sick nickname. Okay. If you line him up for a 55-yarder, I feel a lot better about that than anything else with him out there. Well, I mean, at this time of year, Philip like. Second half, Philip is just a gift giver. So 
Well, he had another kid. He's probably up late. He's playing his if last game. If you looked at his Oakland. throwing motion, it just looked ugly yesterday. I, I mean, it's always yeah, yeah exactly. Like but I mean, the guy's sixth all time in passing, so I mean, it's good for something. First year in yards, he's leading the league in exactly. yards. Exactly, he's good because for something. But time. against one of the worst secondaries in the league, you can't produce like Dude, Harris made like he made Harris look like a freaking hall. He made it look like Ed there. Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about our Hold last up. week. Hold up. Let's talk about our last week. Hey, honestly, you guys might at this burrow. at this point, you guys might as well tank. Hey, but now they got a little two. Ed- Melvin's actually pretty good now, so now they got a little two-headed monster uh, at yeah. running back. And then once Justin Jackson, are comes the Chargers back, gonna pay him? No, hell no, they're not gonna pay him because then, like, obviously he's You'd good. Be surprised. Obviously he's good, but yeah, I think they will pay him. I think the Chargers. You don't man, need to pay a running back too. over ten million dollars when Eckler and Justin Jackson could do the same thing. Well, Justin Jackson hasn't been healthy this past. Melvin Gordon years. hasn't been healthy for a lot of his career. Yeah, but Melvin Gordon. No running backs healthy. I get it, but I I still think the Chargers are gonna be stupid. There's no way that he's not gonna resign. He's gonna want to go somewhere else. Who wants to play in front of twenty fans? Who else is gonna give him ten mil? The Texans. They gotta pay Deshaun Watson soon. I don't know. Someone will pay. Someone. They got no GM. They're running rogue over there. (laughs) Bill might just. Bill Bryan might just. Yeah, why not? I I really think they will end up signing him, resigning him. They gotta get a GM. Texans. Oh yeah. All right, so let's talk about our last week game of the week. We had the Sunday night matchup: Patriots versus Ravens. And boy, am I happy! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I doubted my Ravens. I really <laughs> did doubt them. I thought I I knew it was gonna be a close game, but I thought the Patriots would ultimately get w- yeah win. But I did not expect the Ravens defense to be that dominant. But there is one really, really, really big hole in defense that I'm going to exploit, um, and it kind of sucks because it's gonna it might kill us in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, I was I was impressed. What do you what do you guys think about the game? Um, they punched the Patriots right in the mouth. I mean, just Ingram had over a hundred yards. Lamar was you know making plays out of the pistol. Like the Patriots didn't even know who had the ball half the time. And Lamar nobody even w- runs a pistol anymore except the Ravens, and they make it work. Yeah. Well, they uh, the last time I think the pistol was like in uh, <laughs> Kaepernick with the Niners, and they have the same uh, OC that Kaepernick had. So he kind of yeah. yeah brought it back, and it's effective. Like you don't know who has the ball, and Lamar's elusive enough to make two guys miss. And, and the then, thing is, also the Ravens have the three-headed tight end. Uh, receiving core Still. slash blocking core like they can do it Boyle. both ways yeah Nick Boyle is probably the best at like a dual threat yeah kind he's of a good a, blocker yeah like, he's yeah. a great blocker yeah. and then he can also receive and I think that's really underrated and then you have Mark Andrews who's one of the best receiving like tight ends and then Hayden Hurst who's like 30 years old <laughs> but <laughs> First round pick. First round pick. But, uh, yeah, he still gets the job done. And then, obviously, you have Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram. And the thing is is that Lamar Jackson is doing this. Granted that it's a very run-heavy offense, is he's doing this without great receivers. Hollywood Brown's been injured for most of the season. I mean, Willie Sneed's your number two receiver. Like, that kind of says Lamar something. Lamar kind of missed some easy throws, too, still. Yeah. But, like, he made the, the routine plays when he needed to, which is, like, all he needs to do right now because the offense, you know, is – it's efficient and it gets up and down the field and um, we get points on the board. 
the only way to beat the Patriots is score touchdowns, and that's what he did. He they didn't settle for field goals. They you know they they punched him. Which in. Justin Tucker missed a PAT. Yeah, second of his entire career yeah. through high school, college, and NFL. Yeah, the, that guy's a freaking machine. Like that guy's yeah, he's so automatic. automatic. And when I when he saw that, I was just and that was probably like the best miss ever because it was like right over. So yeah, like, he kicked uh, it high enough where it went over. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it was it was tough to see him miss that. But John Harbaugh is amazing off of bye weeks, and yeah. that's exactly give time he, to he prepare. It. Yeah. yeah, he proved it right there. Do you think if they play the Patriots in the playoffs now, they're gonna, they'll be ready for it though? I mean, the thing is, I, th- I think it. it it all depends now because if you look at last year when we played the Chargers, we played great, but we didn't play amazing. Like when we played the Patriots, we played amazing. And also the thing is, is Greg Roman wasn't our our uh, offense coordinator, and against the Chargers in the playoffs. He was just awful. He didn't trust Lamar Jackson's arm at all until the until fourth the quarter. Yeah, and they almost and, came and back. He, he had, what, 140 and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter? It's like, so that really pissed me off. But I I definitely think we'll give a fight. But given that everyone is healthy, I I might I, I'd stick with my Ravens, especially after what I saw last Sunday night. And uh, I think the biggest thing why they won as well is because Lamar Jackson is just so good at clock management. He had the they had the ball fifteen minutes more than the Patriots, and they we fumbled it twice. Yeah. So that kind of just that's and he a had whole a defensive quarter. touchdown too. Yeah, exactly. That takes away a whole you know possession, possession exactly five, five minutes off the clock. So when I, when I was talking about the defense, I think getting Marcus Peters was such a big addition. The only deep play they had was James White's catch on Earl Thomas. Yeah. Other than that, they didn't go deep at all, and I think that's it's a huge Brady credit to the secondary. Second, yeah, Brady can't throw, but I think that's a huge credit <laughs> to the secondary. But the biggest flaw in that defense is their pass rush. They're fifth worst in the NFL in sacks. And if you look at who they lost, Darius Smith and Terrell Suggs, they, they're combined for 13 and a half sacks this season alone, and the Ravens themselves only have 14 sacks as a team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had like six versus the Dolphins in week one. Exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a big hole. That was a big stat like, booster for they were, them. They yeah. were making, they're like making Brady, they're making Brady <laughs> look like Pat Mahomes out there. Brady was shuffling in the pocket and all that stuff, and I'm just like, who is this yeah, guy? Usually, like, to beat Brady, like, you have to get pressure on him, like, right up the middle and stuff. It makes him uncomfortable. But, like, they beat Brady just because Brady, like, wasn't securing the, like, secure with the ball, making poor decisions, poor throws. So. Yeah. Definitely. All right, let's talk about this week's game of the week. We have the Monday night matchup, which is the Seahawks and the Niners. I think this is going to be a big, big game for who wins the division. Uh, Seahawks are sitting at 7-2. and 49ers are 8-0, and as we said before. They're undefeated. Who do you guys like in this game? I like Seattle. Seattle, Richard Sherman's going back. Plays old team, though, but they'll be ready. Russ, Russ is going to show. Get, put himself at the top of the MVP race now. Uh, and I think they're gonna win. They're gonna exploit the Niners' defense a little bit. I think. I think the same thing. I think Russ is gonna show why he is a front runner for the MVP. Why he should win MVP. And I think he'll give the Niners their first loss. And I think he's gonna hit a uh, lock it in the end zone twice. I least. would love to see that. He's on my fantasy Me team. Me too. But I think Richard Sherman is so – he's old, but he's still got it. Like, he may not <laughs> have the speed. He only has to stay on one side of the field. He's fine. Well, I mean, he doesn't have the speed as much anymore, but his – I mean, his technique and his IQ is yeah, just off the charts, which makes him so good. He's going to be ready to play. I think the Niners stay undefeated. Um, they've had 10 days to rest, so they – and the Seahawks are coming off an OT game. Yeah. Um, they have an extra day rest being a Monday night game. But, like, the Seahawks' defense isn't great. And, like, they just got exposed by Jameis. So, 
Yeah. And the Niners, I mean, they're not, you know, they're going to try to establish the run between Coleman, um, Brita. Brita, and they, they rotate Mostard in there sometimes. So um, if Kittle's playing too, especially, that's a big boost for the Niners because the Seahawks linebackers have been pretty bad this year, despite, you know, having like good name players, like good players. Um, so I think Jimmy will continue to make the right play, and I think they'll be able to move up and down the field, and the defense will be able to contain Russell. So, Do you think they win even if Kittle doesn't play? I think they don't cover the spread, but they still they'll win. So that's um, especially I'm, with the Seahawks kicking conditions right now too. Yeah. Well, the Niners too. Yeah, Gold's out. Yeah, yeah so they that's actually what I wanted Chase, to get to. Uh, I wanted to get to the to the injury report. Is this was Thursday? They haven't updated it. We're recording this Friday morning, and the injury report is Robbie Gould. He might be playing. That's what we just heard. Is he might be playing. But uh, Kittle didn't participate. Akila Witherspoon, which is still has still been out for a while, it's a big part of their secondary. And then limited practice, we had Brita, D Ford, Juice, uh, Kyle Juice to check, and then Mike McGlinchey and Joe Staley. So that those are two big names, McGlinchey yeah. and Staley. They've been out for Juice what? Juice like, a big part of their offense too. Right, but I mean, when you're two tackles have yeah. been injured for so long and you're getting you may get them back this game that's big big news and then i think this is the biggest game so if people are like iffy to play like they're gonna play like if if kittle kittle doesn't need a practice to play like if he can go he's gonna go yeah and then on the seahawks side you had dwayne brown you have Jadavian Clowney and Joey Hunt, who all didn't practice yesterday. And then limited, you had Luke Wilson, Josh Gordon, who will probably be good to go. And then Mike Upati, Quandre Diggs, and KJ Wright. So, I mean, those are all pretty big name starters that are that make a difference. But like Cody said, I think the Seahawks are going to try to shut down the 49ers run game. They're going to focus solely on that and make Jimmy G beat them with his arm. And I think Jimmy G will do that. You saw him do it against... Granted, it was against Arizona, but I think he made it the plays down the stretch. Yeah, he the made play it. action and all that. And it, that addition of Emmanuel Sanders is Key. paying off. Huge. He's been going off. So that's gonna wrap it up for the NFL. Let's move on to the NBA. Now, the first things first. I think it's just one of the biggest questions: Are the Suns legit? Five and two now, right? Five and three. They, they, lost, just, they, they, they demolished. But that was probably their worst loss all season. That's like the only game that they've actually looked like the Suns. So <laughs> to, to, to keep it in context, they almost beat the Nuggets in overtime. Lost by one point. No DeAndre in that game. They handed the Clippers their first loss. Almost beat the Jazz, by, uh, but they lost by one point. Beat the Warriors. That's like, eh. But that was with Curry still. Yeah, and then they handed the Sixers their first loss as well, too. So, I mean, they've given two contender favor championship favorites their first losses of their season with the Clippers and the Sixers so I mean they um they smoked they got smoked by the Heat right yeah they yeah. they lost yesterday pretty bad I think the Heat though you know who their leading scorer was yesterday for the Suns Baines Aaron freaking Baines man Damn. that guy's balling he is see I think the Heat are very underrated too yeah like they're a good team they freaking Kendrick Nunn man Jimmy freaking buckets I mean, he said something about that too when like Someone was asking him, like, why are you on the Heat? He's like, don't knock us, like, because we're, we're a good freaking team or something like that. I think I have them making the sixth seed or seventh seed. They got seed. a bunch of shooters, so as long as they're just going to finally is consistently good. shoot, like. Yeah. And Goran Dragic coming off the bench now, he. Well, making he had his a revenge de- game last night. Yeah. Towards <laughs> the Suns. He's making a name for a potential sixth man of the year if he comes off the bench because Kenrick Nunn is probably going to start. And then you have Jimmy Butler, who's kind of their playmaker. And but then, bam. I think, the Suns, I think the Suns are legit, though. They're in, they're at 5-3, and three, but they're an 8-seed right now. That just shows how tough the West is. Yeah, like They're going to sure. have to – I don't 
I think they're going to be good this season, but they're not. They're not going to make the playoffs. They'll like just miss out. There's just I, too many good teams in the West. Even with Aiton, when Aiton comes back, you still think they are? I can see the Suns making the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised at yeah. all. I think they make sneaking as an eighth, maybe even seventh seed. They'll be right they around like because Devin Booker is going so off. Damn good. And, and the thing is, is, so is that they, he has role players around him now. Mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre is playing well. Kaminsky <laughs> and freaking Aaron Baines out of nowhere are playing well. It's like what the hell is this? And then you have Ricky Rubio. But if they're going to make the playoffs, who's going to miss? Who who misses the playoffs? Warriors. Trailblazers. Well, obviously. You got the Blazers. Well, I had the Warriors in, Blazers. actually. It's not really, obviously. And well, then, now, but... And then now. I had the Pelicans. They might miss, but I think you saw the Mavericks as well, too. Mavericks. They might sneak in. So, Trailblazers... I think they're sneaking, and I think the Mavericks gonna are going to be, be in. in. I don't good. think Trailblazers are going to miss it, because, once again, Nurkic back as well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, who's going to miss? <laughs> like, what good team's going to miss? Because if you look... Right now it's Lakers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets, Spurs, and then there's one more spot. So then you're either having like the Blazers miss out. I think Minnesota could miss out. Well, yeah, Minnesota's not going to make They're it not for sure. It. I mean, see, yeah, it's it's tough, but I mean the Jazz honestly haven't been that convincing to me yet. But I mean, I think it's going to take some time to mesh with uh, Mike Conley. But they haven't impressed me that much, given it's only two weeks into the What's season. Mike Conley is in his contract on out in Utah for yeah. <laughs> what's he got to do. <laughs> He's gonna call up Gordon and ask him. I yeah. have a I have an NBA question for you guys. Do you think D Rose will be an All Star this year? No. You don't think so? No. I think he will. He he's my Sixth Man of the Year. I had him winning Sixth Man of the Year. No, he's no, injured he's right now. Actually, oh, he's injured. He's got, he yeah, he's injured. They have no point guards. The the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, right Reggie now. Jackson's injured right now too, and then him, probably Luke Kennard. <laughs> They've been playing Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, and that's why they're having D. Rose come off the bench. But the good thing is for the Pistons is that Blake Griffin's uh, finally practicing again, so he should be coming back pretty soon. So, And then Andre freaking drumming, man. When Blake comes back, he's going to ruin my drumming fantasy, man. 20-20 every night. No, I still <laughs> think Drummond's going to go off like that. But he's not going to get 20-20 Shit, every night. Shit, you might have Blake Griffin playing point guard. They might as well. He's a yeah, ball handler. Exactly. That's what he I'm saying. Shoot now. They don't need Blake Griffin to get rebounds. Drummond can shoot now too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> like hack a, hack a Drummond. It's bad. He dude. makes free throws now. Yeah, free throws he makes. But when he pulls he's, up he's for up threes, to like I'm seventy percent now. He it's so on cringy it. when he pulls up for threes, man. And he like he pulls up with confidence and he'll like won't hit rim, <laughs> just hit off backboard. In yeah, this. I mean, Giannis the other night, four for seven against the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, that's the Clippers. Well, I mean, you don't have Greek like, night against Giannis. Nah, yeah, that is <laughs> when you're and your best player sits. Which actually let's let's talk about that yeah, right now. Good segue. Should Kawhi Leonard uh, be able to load manage for back to back national televised games? Yes. 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 I think he's Kawhi, so he, he should be able to, but he's already sat three freaking games this season. Two. I think he's actually hurt. I thought it was three. Yeah. No, no I think jazz, he is hurt. The jazz they the came out with a statement. Oh. Yeah, well, but then they I got. I think they have to say the statement just to yeah. pack it up a little bit. Fine. But then, but then he ended up be that, able to sit. Yeah, but ended up that Doc Rivers ended up like spilling some beans and kind of like made it, the injury report kind of shaky. So they ended up getting fined fifty thousand dollars. The Clippers. Oh, they got to just be like the Patriots. Yeah, Balmer's like, yeah. pocket change. Balmer's like here. Yeah. <laughs> Questionable. Everyone's dinner day. For real. It's dinner for me tonight. But okay, so I have two kind of perspectives from this thing. I have. A Clippers fan perspective and I have an NBA fan perspective. Clippers fan perspective, let him load manage. He's going to get you to the promised land. Yeah, Paul George coming back next week anyways. That's fine. They, even if you go in as a fourth seed, whatever the case may be, you're going to get the wins. You, as long as they show up in playoffs, which Kawhi does and Paul George to some extent does. <laughs> but as an NBA fan, if I'm paying for those tickets yeah, absolutely. and I go to those games and he's not playing. And it's not even that. Okay, I get it if you have four games in a week. 
they had two games in a span of seven days, and they're both nationally televised. Like, just well, play. And the thing is, is he's not like even the games he does play, he's not even playing that much like a superstar. Like if you if you watch the game last night, he went off though. He's carrying yeah. the team in every. Yeah. I actually the thing is I called it is that last night he had nine points going into the fourth quarter. I said, I told my buddy I was like if he doesn't drop eighteen I'm gonna be pissed. And he dropped exactly eighteen, and they ended up winning. And I mean, but the thing is like he sat down most of the most of the second quarter, most of the most third of quarter, third. but then he played the entire fourth quarter. So it was like kind of a yeah balance. staggered it. Yeah, but I mean. If I'm a NBA fan, I'm paying tickets to these games, and you know those Bucks Clipper tickets are not cheap whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think he chose to sat that to sit that game? You think he picked that one to sit over the because I, I the think Blazers? I think the Blazers were, and he didn't want to play against Giannis. And th- see, there's that. I don't think it's that he didn't want to play against Giannis. I think it's more of a Doc Rivers kind of a thing, saying like uh, we have a better chance to beat the Blazers in a sense. Like, but if you almost have, beat the Bucks without him, yeah, exactly. Which is why I think, uh, first of all, I hate Laker fans. Lakers, Laker teams, I can deal with them. But the Laker fans, I can't <laughs> deal with them. <laughs> Talking about, uh, that, that's a different, whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole other story. I'm not going to get into that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they almost beat the Bucks, and then they beat the Trailblazers. They were actually down. Freaking Anthony Simons was going and off. And had like 16 in the fourth yeah. yesterday. He almost outscored Kawhi in the fourth. Yeah. I was about to be like, God damn. And the guy's only 20 Plus, years like, old. Plus, like, Whiteside picked it up in the third, too. Yeah, like, after freaking started... Charles Barkley and Shaq was going <laughs> off. <laughs> after, I, 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 I was pissed off at him for DFS, too. But... <laughs> yeah, dude. Freaking Charles Barkley said, yeah, he has a good trait. He's going to the bank <laughs> twice a month and stealing Jeez. money from them. <laughs> Jesus. I love Not that. Wrong. I love that Michael, TNT crew. Michael Jordan's all pissed off about the, the loan management. You see that? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean... He's an old because back player. in yeah their yeah, day back in their day they're not play all eighty two yeah I you get I and, like he, and he came out and told the Hornets when he was like you're getting paid to play the eighty two <laughs> games and I one hundred percent agree I with that that too but I mean if you know like okay let's say any other team has Kawhi Leonard and you're you're obviously if you know you're gonna make the playoffs because you have him. Aren't you going to take his word? Or would you rather him get mad and request a trade because you're not load managing like and have the whole Spurs situation make, again? Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like if you're in the Clippers situation, you can't be mad. It's like he's mm-hmm. going to win you ball games, And plus, you don't even have your second half of your superstar duo. Yeah. Plus, like you, we all know Kawhi's like a little different. Like Right. So you, you kind of just got to let him be him. Exactly. And you get the benefits of it. But like like you said, as a fan, like especially if the you know the Clippers on an East Coast trip and it's like once a year they go there and you pay for tickets and Kawhi, you find out like oh he's not he's not playing like you're gonna be bummed out like you yeah. paid. But like on the other hand, like if he's hurt, like guys get hurt, like you you know mm-hmm. if he's hurt then he's hurt. Like you know if you buy a ticket a month in advance and the guy you know blows out a knee, right? Then that's a different story. But like right. if he's, you know. So you you never know what the but I, I mean and that's fan, why the NBA like finds these teams for load managing <coughs> yeah. when they don't have legitimate injuries. But I mean, what do the fans get out of it? The fans don't really get anything out of it. And that's Just why keep I, their jersey. That's what I'm saying. See, that's why I think from a Clippers fan, player, coach, it's right. But then from like an NBA fan or NBA anyone, yeah, that's why. Like you want to see Giannis versus Kawhi. You paid. That's what you paid for. You didn't pay for freaking Eric Bledsoe versus Patrick Beverly kind of a thing or Landry Shamit, whatever the case. Oh, how, about, may be. how about Bledsoe just walking the ball in? Oh, that was good. <laughs> Good God! That was <laughs> what, what's what's worse, that or yeah, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook just uh, picking the too. ball up and taking twenty steps yeah. before they call the trap. It's both kind of like the same thing. It kind of is. Shaq and it was bad. That's, that's hilarious. Funny, 
And then did you guys you guys see uh, Doc Rivers' statement about the challenges, the coach's challenge? Mm -hmm. He's not a fan of it because if you saw there was this one uh, video or there was this foul that was called against Lou William where he kind of flailed his elbow, but it didn't really hit him and Bledsoe flopped badly. And Doc Rivers threw the challenge and he didn't get it. So he was like, screw the challenge thing, like whatever. It's, you know, it's just like the NFL, like, are they going to really like change it? Like, are they going to get it right? Like for real? Or are they just going to, you know? It's oh, just kind of a thing called, just for publicity so. to, yeah. like, make yeah. sure, give, yeah, yeah the fans, refs, the coaches, and all that security. <clears throat> refs, umpires, like, in any sport, they don't like admitting that they're wrong. Like, they, have, sure. they have no one to be accountable for. Like, they're going to they're gonna go ref another game the next day, the next yeah. week. Like, it's, it's not a big – like, they don't get fined. They're they don't get suspended. Paid. They don't, yeah. you know, they don't lose their job. The only time they lose their job is when the robots show up. And bring them in, baby. <laughs> bring them in. I'm with the Atlantic League. Bring them all in. And the minor league is going to yep. do an automated strike zone. dumb. I think that's. You may as well try it. it. Doesn't uh, hurt to try. As long as it gets the call right. I, Why not? <clears throat> just because I, I think it takes away from like that part of the game. Why? Yeah, but I, I, I'm actually agreeing with Kurt on this one. I, 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 I can I, go both ways. Like I see, like if I say you have both of them out there, and if the dude like misses like a call, like badly, like a Colorado like, like, blatant call, like the robot, like. <laughs> Like tells them like, hey, like you missed this, so they they get it in their head. Like have the guy out there, but have the robot like checking every single time, and if they keep consistent. But I mean, they had that. That's what replay review is. But I yeah. think I don't know if it has to do with their but ego. Like, whatever but like, it not is, not like, every rule is reviewable, which is right, stupid. Right. But I mean, like, they, like there's always f- there's always going to be judgment calls. Like there's yeah. always going to be. So that, you're that not going to. But like. But the biggest calls of passing interference is out of bounds, the fouls, whatever it may be. You have the ability to replay review it and you're still not getting it right which is i think that's why and i think brandy was saying this uh in another episode too is like this is all ego i yeah, think it has no, to do with the referees egos man who yeah that's that's i said it on our show like what the duck i said like they they don't there's no like, accountability yeah there's no like who plus they're so inconsistent like walt anderson can call one one way and then you can have freaking terry call one another way like it doesn't matter yeah. like it, there's no consistency. Like they say, they go to the booth and they talk to the guy in New York, and then he just tells them what he sees, and then they, the head ref of that game, still looks at it and says what they want. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like, oh, like his hand hit him. Like oh, he, um, made him avert his path. Like there's no blanket statement. But for also everything. the big, the th- big thing that pisses me off is the inconclusive evidence. To to some of the oh, plays, I, that's tough. some of the plays, yes, for one hundred percent, there's inconclusive oh evidence, and you can't overturn it because it's a hard decision. Just go with what you had. I agree with that. But when there is, it's clear and obvious, clear and obvious evidence, yeah. and you still don't overturn it, like they I don't want get it, it to be as blatant as the Rams Saints game. But but there has been plays like that. You look at the yeah, Packers absolutely. Eagles game on Thursday absolutely. night. There's there was always two plays blatant like that. calls. They didn't. They, they didn't call they it. They just don't. Because like who who are they accountable for? It's not like they're like we're gonna bring in another ref for you guys next week. No, like they, they're they're Which gonna be bullshit. on a rotation and they're gonna hey we'll send and you to London instead. <laughs> and the whole argument, free vacation, hu- <laughs> yeah, exactly the, the for whole, them. The whole Bond. argument of their human doesn't exist. Like it does to a certain extent, but when there is, yeah. but when we human. have the technology exactly. now to see it, like. Well, especially when it happens on a big stage, a nationally televised game, or even like in the World Series when they're missing calls like yeah. that. Absolutely, like it just gets blown up and. Or do they make a change, or they just send yeah. them out there again the next week? <laughs> Running like, back. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna like be a, a lot. Oh, I am refs don't get off the hook. 
It's not even start with them. That's not even start with boy out there. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. IMS took a stand. We filed this complaint and he's gone. We need to implement that in the NFL. Shout out to IMS if that's the case, because that is a first of my. I just thought about that. Let's go. That's funny. All right, well, let's talk about the other team in L.A., the Lakers, obviously led by LeBron. The guys had three straight triple-doubles at the age of 34 in his 17th season. Th- this guy's just... He's a robot. He's so good. Yeah, speaking of robots, <laughs> yeah, the guy's amazing. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> You got some guys around him now. Yeah, that's all he needs. Well, I mean, yes, AD... AD Caruso. and LeBron are going to take so much attention. Like, if you just get role players like Danny Green, like, he knows, like, hey, I'm a shooter. Like, I just got to focus on making shots and don't got to worry about playmaking. Like, when the ball hits me in the corner, like, I just got to, mm-hmm. you know, make it or whatever. Troy so, Daniels. I think, I think, chilling. I think yeah. some of the best players you could sur- surround LeBron with is Danny Green, P.J. Tucker, guys that can defend, guys that can hit that corner Next three, corner, hit a three-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are the guys, the three, Robert Covington, those are the three and D guys that you need. And I think picking up Danny Green was, even if you had to overpay him, that's going to be the best role player for you. So what? Exactly. Yeah. So I think the delay, and especially with the whole Kawhi situations, the Clippers did a good job salvaging what they could with mm-hmm. the, the remaining free agents, with the Quinn Cooks, with the... Like right, (laughs) right when Kawhi signed, you just saw like Danny Green signs with Lakers, signs with Lakers, signs with Lakers, signs with Lakers. Like right after that happened, and Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard is a monster. he doesn't have. He he doesn't need to put the team on his back. You know, he just needs to go grab a rebound. Never has, bro. He was in Charlotte and Atlanta. He has a non-guaranteed contract where like they could just release him whenever they want. Now he's on a. He's getting paid one point six two million dollars. And his role this year is so much different than last time he was on the Lakers. It's just oh yeah, for sure. It's way better. Well, the guy was coming off a superstar. Yeah, yeah, superstar season. Superman. He gets obviously. I think he gets along with LeBron way better than Kobe. Yeah, and I think what well, also the big thing is is he was dealing with back issues, and I think mm-hmm. finally him cutting weight, becoming a lot leaner so and slimmer. Looks very like he's still strong as shit, yeah. but he's a lot leaner, and I think he's actually been taking time when he was in Washington or wherever the case may be with his back, taking it easy because he obviously wants to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Lakers, he's proven that they're definitely that rim protector that he needs, and now you're allowing AD to play the perimeter more on offense and defense. So I mean that's a big big addition for the for the Lakers. I mean, are we going to say that they're the best team in the NBA right now? I think so. They have right now maybe the best. They have the best record. They have they're 6 yeah. and 1, right? Yeah, six, 6 and 1. And one. Right still, now I'm, they're the best team. I'm still league. going with no, but I mean, yeah, I mean they have the best, you know, they might have the best player in the world, but best two players in the world, yeah. you know, but two of the top need, 3 for yeah. sure. Davis is so damn good. That could, but they oh could end like that. Not I'm, I'm hoping it does. Like I'm not. I'm Glass. not even a Lakers fan, but I'm like to I'm see. hoping because yeah. I want to see the Lakers and the Clippers. That's I want to see them it, yeah. go head to head. That'd be nuts, especially living here. Like exactly, we, that'd be we, insane. In Los Angeles, we are so blessed with sports, and I think I take it for granted, kind of a thing, because we have the Chargers when they were good, the Rams last year when they were good. Like these two teams could have potentially met in the uh, Super Bowl. Then you have LAFC, you have the LA Galaxy, which played each other and it was a hell of a game. And then you have the Kings, you have the Ducks, Dodgers. You have the Dodgers, you have the Angels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <have> the Angels. <laughs> You and know, the, in the greater like LA area, and yeah. then you have the Lakers and Clippers now. So I mean, we're we're blessed with two teams and both at like the pinnacle in all of major the game. sports, exactly. Yeah. All right, but I back to the original question. I don't think the Lakers are this good. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're still there. I will put them in the top three 
in the league, but I don't mm-hmm. think they're number one right now. And that's just because of the strength of schedule that they've had so far. Only good opponents they've played are the Clippers, Jazz, and Mavericks. Clippers they lost to, Jazz they beat convincingly, and Mavericks they almost lost. Overtime. In overtime. And I think they almost lost to the freaking Bulls. And I think. Oh, I thought they lost to the Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off. I was like, oh, I they, they almost. And I think. And this is going to be kind of controversial, and because I'm a Clippers fan, kind of a thing. But I literally think the Bulls threw that game. If you look at Jim. Uh, tank it, baby. But if you look at Jim Boylan, that second unit was in there way too long. Tank like, for LaMelo. Like, I mean, you like don't want Kobe White. Why, why do you. Uh, yeah, you have Kobe White. Why are you going to tank for LaMelo? What about Chandler, You have tank for someone. You have Wendell Carter. But you have Wendell Carter. Who are they tanking for marketed? I don't know. Chandler Hutchinson, What's his name? Uh, Anthony Edwards or Brian, Brian Ant- Wiseman. But they, but, they, but they have Wendell Carter in uh, You got to take best player available. That guy's a freaking. <laughs> the thing that I saw from Laurie Market in that game, I feel like he just plays a sport to play. He doesn't love it. He's not passionate about well, the that's game. most of the European guys. Like, you know, they're just so, he's like, still, nonchalant. I don't think just, about Luca. Luca. Actually, honestly, Luca, maybe. Luca, Luca wants to, to beat that you. That guy's a gamer. Yeah. Ting- Tingus is like. But, like, look at Porzingis. Like, yeah, you think that, that guy, guy loves goes out there. Tingus Pingus oh, is just good. He's seven foot pulling up for three. You got Boban out there. Like, those, like Boban wants to win. Yeah. Put some respect on Boban. <laughs> <laughs> guys, come after that, you. That picture of. Yeah, dude, he was in John Wick 3. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, an, he's an assassin. <laughs> Kush, who do you, who's better than the Lakers then? Honestly. I would as st- a team, the Clippers. I would still say the if Clippers. If they're all playing, if everyone's if playing, playing, I'd still say the Clippers. Because that bench the Clippers too? should be seven and one right now. The only loss being to the Suns. They should be that Jazz loss that they had. Kawhi wasn't playing. That Bucks loss. Kawhi wasn't playing, and they still almost beat them. And again, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. Paul George isn't playing. Yeah. When he comes back, it's like <laughs> I, I'm still giving it to the Clippers. But yeah, I, I was looking at their schedule. Actually, they don't play a real contending team until December third. <laughs> that's how easy is their schedule like, against that's the Denver the, Nuggets. That's the NBA though, like you like know, they play decent teams, like playoff caliber teams. They play like everyone in the West multiple mm-hmm. times and all that. But. Yeah, but we'll we'll definitely see. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for NBA. Let's talk about MLB. The World Series has come and gone. National shout out to the Nationals winning their first World Series, and uh, let's talk about some MLB free agent predictions. Let's talk about best free agent on the move. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Garrett for Cole, sure. most yeah. impactful for sure. Yeah, but I think we all have Garrett Cole. Where do you guys think he's going? Um, I am going to no clue. I think he's going to come. I think he, he's going to come. The Angels. That's what I was going to say I too. Have the, I have the Angels as well too. I think he's going to come. Back. Angels are definitely your favorite. He's from the OC. He likes yeah. playing the Padres in, too, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, their farm system's amazing. So I, I mean, him and Attic would be twins. Yeah, because they they have like with Hosmer, <laughs> it was out of nowhere. Machado is out of nowhere, and they they open their checkbook up Tatis. So they have the guys. So I think he could, but I think it's gonna be the Angels. I think it is too. He's, got, he's from the OC. He's come out and said that he, every time he plays at Angel Stadium, he loves it because it's like home for him too. Let's hope the Angels even stay. In Anaheim, with, yeah. like that's that's a whole other issue. They don't need their lease. I'm sure that's going to actually have to do a big part of whether Garrett uh, Cole signs or not. I think it was big too to get Joe Madden like now, so Huge. like he knows like Joe Madden's there, and then especially if they stay or known to stay and in Mickey Calloway. Mickey Calloway's their pitching coach now, and then you have uh, what is it, Homer Bailey as their or no Andrew Bailey? Homer oh, Bailey. Sorry. I was going to say Andrew Bailey. Time, no, we you got <laughs> Homer Bailey. Making 18 yeah. mil. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Andrew Bailey as their bullpen coach. But yeah, so I think he's in the Angels. You got a Kurt too, Cody. Yeah, I think the Angels. Angels or Padres. All right, which free agent, biggest free agent that's going to stay with their current team? 
I think Strasburg stays. I think he only opted out just to get more money. It's like a common thing pitchers do. Like I, he had like a hundred million left, but yeah. he's gonna get way more than that. But I think he stays in DC, especially after winning. I think Rendon. I was gonna say I think it's the other Washington yeah, national it's, it's players. Definitely Rendon. one of the nap players. It, I think they, they both they both get retained. May, but mm. Strasburg is little less likely in my opinion. I feel like they want to retain Rendon before Strasburg, in my opinion. That's the thing that kind of sucks about sports nowadays. Like I feel like both of them should like they just won like the first World Series ever with the Nationals and like they might leave like I don't know to me it's just timing of contracts I know it's just how it is I know it's just how it is and it's like it's a business too but just kind of like as a fan like especially if you're a Nationals fan it's just it's kind of like damn like these guys might leave and then next year it might just be nothing you know yeah that's why like you never know like when it's your time to win so you gotta go all in you gotta go all in. Uh, so yeah, I have Rendon, and then the team that will surprise the MLB the most this offseason like, with making moves. I think it's gonna be the Angels. I have the Angels as well. Too. I think what they've always like they need to go get like that big guy, and they they don't really do that. I mean, like Josh Hamilton, well, like <laughs> like right, Vernon Wells, CJ Wilson, like CJ Wilson, Vernon Wells. They've made the big moves. They just haven't made <clears throat> the right ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if they go out and sign Cole, then I think. Then he needs time to be too early than too late. Yeah, and I feel like it, with them signing Cole, it would get them like a lot of people would want to come play for the Angels. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if the Angels go ahead and make a move for Chris Bryant or for yeah, I, Francisco I think Lindor. the Chris Bryant one is more likely now, especially with Joe Madden. Especially with Joe Madden. Madden. Yeah, and I mean he's from Vegas too, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a home for him, like it's local. Um, who would they? Who do you think they'd give away for Bryant? They won't go. They won't give away Joe Adele. They they won't trade him. But they're not Joe staying because yeah. they got rid of Cole. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have a lot of pieces. Uh, That's like their main. They guy. have Jamani Jones. They'll they're, get rid of anyone else. But him. their farm system is Ta- it's rebuilt. Tom yeah. Lestella, maybe. Well, I hope we don't give up David yeah, Fletcher. Don't give him back to the Cubs. <laughs> I hope we don't give up David Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher's good. Simmons. Maybe Upton. Give him Upton. Upton. The guy can't problem. stay healthy. Cubs, he's, he's good when he is healthy. If the Cubs are gonna trade Bryant, they're gonna want some they're gonna farm want some, system. Yeah, for sure. Some guys. And I think they will give it because this is like one of the you have only to, yeah. times that the Angels' farm system has been this good. Mm-hmm. I I'd go with the Dodgers and Red Sox on this. Do you I think, think the Red Sox have a lot of pieces. To I was just I think about to gonna, say, do you think the Red Sox retain Mookie Betts? Uh, they're gonna trade mm-hmm. him. Well, he has one year left. Oh yeah, so I think they're I mean, gonna like trade he, him, and then I think they might even trade JD too, just because their farm system is so bad now. They yeah, traded him. JD just all. opted out. No, he no, say, he, he opted stayed. in. Oh, he opted he in. Okay. So I think they trade him, and then I think with the Dodgers, they like I think they feel the pressure like from all the fans and stuff, and like they haven't made a big move, so I think they'll they'll sign someone big this offseason. They need to. I think they're gonna sign like Rendon or someone. That would be really cool. Wow. That would be really cool. So what happens to the infield? Justin Turner's gone? He'll go he to first. said he'll go to first or second. I think they might even trade Seager, too. What about Seager, I could see, because you got Gavin Lux coming up, but too. They could even trade Seager and, like, for, like, Lindor They have or so something. many pieces. Yeah. Like, trade Pollock. Yeah, I was going to say trade big Pollock. League, like, big league talent that they can that's, get rid of. That's why, like, teams is Jock, like... Is Jock Peterson a free agent? This no, but they could trade they him. They could trade him. They so, like, even, like, the Indians are a team that... Like doesn't need to rebuild, but if they trade Lindor, they're gonna want major league players, and the Dodgers have that. Mm-hmm. They have they could give them major league guys, yeah, and like the Red Sox too. It's a good and Seager, couple, Jock, yeah, Stripling. Make they have life they a little easier. Jock, doesn't that, have lineup decisions. Be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they give up Jock. That's gotta be one of the most powerful outfields the Indians 
Puig. Well, Puig's Puig. a free agent. Yeah, he Puig's. Oh, yeah. I, but Fran I Mill. Nope, if the Dodgers end. No, they're not going to no, do that. That would be dumb. He if I'm a Dodgers fan, I think there's no way in hell you sign Puig. That'd be cool. He won't even He's going to ask for a lot of money. Yeah, he will. the Marlins. I could see it. I could see it. But which sucks because I want to see Puig play in the playoffs again. I do too because he's so good in the playoffs. He like, we'll see. Like he always produces in the playoffs. Yeah, one guy that needs to produce is Mike Trout, but that's because he was only had one playoff series. Because he's never in the playoffs. Yeah, so I was gonna say I think that's why the Angels need to make moves because Mike Trout's in his prime. The guy won his seventh Silver Slugger in his eighth season. Yeah, Maybe an MVP. I think second, second uh, to Alec, <laughs> Alex Rodriguez, right? Something crazy yeah, like that. I, we need to see that guy in the playoffs. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, but it all starts with the Angels pitching, and I think getting Garrett Cole, getting a couple of these other guys will definitely help. And I think uh, they'll definitely open their paychecks and their wallets because this is kind of a win-now mentality, especially with the Joe Madden signing. When if you bring Garrett Cole in, the like mid-tier guys that just want to win will sign there too. Like yeah. The older guys that want to win a World Series are going to be more likely to go somewhere. Yeah. I could definitely see that. And then, honestly, that bullpen wasn't bad either last year, too. Well, you got the freaking Undertaker with the, the <laughs> white horse. Oh, the horse, horse the Blanco. Blanco. He, went, he went, like, he had a really he, good He stretch. had a good run. Yeah. yeah, he did. And then it was – but the the only way he played bad was when Brad Ausmus put him in bad situations. So yeah, like, I mean, he's still – like, he's not, like, a proven elite guy. But, yeah. like, he's got elite, like, stuff to pitch with. But, like, he he's going to do, I think, what he, what he did last year is, like, a – you know, yeah. And there's like no bullpen arms. Like Will Harris is the best, I think, reliever because yeah. Chapman. Re-signed. There's always guys on the street. You like have to sign ace, those like one year finding guys throwing up guys. in carnival games, throwing ninety yeah. plus. You just find those like <laughs> one year guys that are like old starters or like yeah. coming off an injury, and then plug them in. Like the Dodgers, like Moro, the other like two years ago, all that stuff. All right. So, what team do you guys will lay an egg this offseason and not do anything? The Yankees. I think other than. Either getting Rendon or Strasburg, the Nationals. I mean, I think that's pretty big moves right there in itself. But I'm just saying, like, if World Series team. Well, if they were taking one of them, it's a successful, I think. Yeah, What's I don't know. Gonna do? I mean, Houston, yeah. So, yeah. I Houston. mean, they don't have free agents. So I mean, like. Yeah. So, but like, if they lose Cole, like, they'll, what they'll are they gonna do Cole. to replace like, Cole and then Verlander? Wade Miley wasn't great. Yeah, Wade Miley's a free agent too. What if they yeah, get I Ryu. I, Good for them. It sounds like Ryu's gonna go to like the Rangers. Ryu's gonna stay God with the Rangers. Just another freaking <laughs> Angels division rival. The Rangers, because the Rangers weren't bad last season. I at the beginning, Ryu's they gonna stay. Mike Miner actually were, stepped it up for once. Yeah. No, I think Ryu's gonna leave. I think he can go to Atlanta or Texas. I think he'll stay. He has too many arm problems for them. I don't think they're gonna. They, he's gonna want too much money, and I think they're smart enough. To I don't stay hit. Yeah, I don't think Rangers. he'll. I don't think he'll want don't think too he'll much. Stay. Hey man, he could do a show. Hey, <laughs> make it a six-man rotation. Get him in DH. <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap it up for the MLB. And then we're going to last but not least, NCAA football. We had the college football playoff rankings come out. What do you guys think? We had uh, Ohio State at one, LSU at two, Alabama at three, Penn State at four, five was Clemson, and six was uh, Georgia. Georgia. I Head like your Ducks. Huh? Head of your Ducks. Yeah, I know. That's actually one thing that I didn't like. I thought Ducks should be in front of Georgia just because our only loss was against Auburn and it was like a close game. We should have won that week game. Week one, too. It's a Pac-12. Exactly, week 12. one. But yeah, that that's why I can't really be mad is the Pac-12 is not strong not at all good. this year. So, I mean, it's a, and but it, I think they will potentially jump. Well, they all play each All those teams are going to be playing each other. Penn State, Ohio State, LSU, and Bama, Georgia. not only Georgia. that is that they play Utah, who's right behind them at yeah. number eight, too. They'll probably play them in the Pac-12 championship game. So, I mean, that's going to be 
a big But is indicator. a one one loss Pac-12 champion going to be enough? No. I don't think so. No way. Not especially so. if, we'll, like, we'll talk about we'll talk about what uh we predict is going to happen, but what, what do you guys think about the rankings I, right like now? Like right now, I think you're fine because like it's early, like it's the first time, you know, they've put their official rankings out and like I said there's still a lot of big games left like that are going to determine, you know, yeah. the end of the season, but like for now it's fine. Like I'm fine with Clemson <coughs> being a returning champion not in there just cuz they haven't played anyone and they haven't looked great. They almost lost to North Carolina. <laughs> Should have lost. Yeah. And then yeah. like Yeah, all they play is who Wake Forest, that's it. Mhm. That next week that's their like biggest game remaining on their schedule. They used yeah. to count on Florida State every year <laughs> to, to beat them. But like I Do mean you think- they've played a- A&M, you know, who's got three losses against top 10 teams yeah. which, you know. But like I'm fine with how it is. Like it's. I wish I wish college football playoffs just for this week would have put LSU and Alabama at one and two just to retain that one and two kind of a headline matchup because I think two and three now is not as you know. But, but I mean I, they're think, arguably all like one A one B one. Right. Do you think right. if whoever wins that game jumps Ohio State no matter what just beating strength of schedule wise? Yeah. yeah. I um, think they especially now with this like even Chase with Young, Bama Chase. I don't know. If Bama beats LSU, I think they'll jump to one. If LSU wins, they'll for sure jump to one. Yeah, LSU for sure. If LSU wins, I don't know. We'll talk about our predictions for that game too, but. Now with Chase Young, like, that could hurt them. Yeah, Chase Young got suspended. Not this week. But, But yeah, they play Penn State, I think, next week or two weeks. Yeah, they play Penn State and Michigan. So those are two Michigan. Michigan, ever since I freaking picked the Notre Dame. Hardball can't beat picking it up. Hardball cannot beat Ohio State, though. (laughs) He cannot beat Ohio State. Yeah. They'll so, keep it close, and then they'll blow them out. And then Penn State has uh, Minnesota this week, and then Ohio State in two weeks. So, I mean, Minnesota's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they're like they haven't played anyone great, but they aren't they undefeated. They yeah, played Fresno. Undefeated. They haven't played anyone great, but they've blown out every team that they've played. Yeah. So this is like, if like I said, if PJ did you say they played Fresno, they did. Fresno's not if good. If PJ wins this game, he can have any job he wants next year if he wants to leave Minnesota. Yeah, roll so, boat. So yeah, I think it's uh, still too early. Yeah, to tell the college football playoff rings, but I think LSU should have been one, and then Oregon mm-hmm. at six. But other than that, I'm not gonna really. It's not gonna bother me. So uh, let's talk about what do you guys think are gonna be the top four by the end of the season. Let's start with number one. Each of you guys. I think LSU because I think they win. They beat Bama. Okay. I just have Bama at one. I have LSU too. I think they'll beat Alabama and jump. All right, let's go with number two. Ohio State. The Ohio State. Think they beat Penn State? Uh huh. They're gonna they'll win and, and then they'll I think yeah. Ohio and then they'll State play like Wisconsin and beat them again in the championship like every year. I've Ohio State too. Also, they're good. Okay, and then number three, Bama. They're too good to the a one loss team. You have to have a one loss team to the number one number two team. Yeah, I have LSU at three. Well, Bama also they'll play uh, Auburn. Auburn as well yeah. too. I have. And Clemson. you always know how the Iron Bowl goes. It's yeah. always big a game. Great game. Yep. Auburn's gonna good. win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that call, dude. I have Clemson at three. At three, okay. And then who do you have at four then? Bama. Bama. So it's like I've, pretty much same. See, I think Clemson gets in going undefeated, but I don't think they jump a one-loss Bama. Just. Uh, the way the yeah, skate is, yeah. yeah. Like though they have to. I feel like if they're undefeated in ACC champs, you have to put them in, especially mm-hmm. be winning in the past. But you, I don't think you can jump them over any other team. And speaking of the ACC, Florida State's looking at Deion Sanders. <laughs> I hope it happens As for the sake coach. of Miami. Dang, 
What, what do you think they'll do? Because you know how Miami Hurricanes got the chain, the turnover chain. What do you think Florida, uh, Florida State? State's going to have? Their time chain. Their first, uh, <laughs> their first thing was that little backpack. Remember that little skit they had? The backpack for their turnovers. That thing was mm-hmm. weak. That's like an Anto celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They had that. They had like the mask. I saw when they played Boise, some guy put on a mask yeah, after they, he scored. They, that was probably changed it because they got all the flack for a backpack. But I don't know. Like, for me, like, Dion, like, if he's a coach, like, he's just so good. Like, do you think he understands? He doesn't have any coaching experience, does he? Besides his, like, kids and, like, youth football and stuff in his camps. His NFL network analysis. Yeah, but, like, he's so good. Like, he's so such an elite athlete. Like, do you think he'll understand, like, hey, why can't you just cover the guy? Yeah, you just yeah. got to run with them. Like, do you think he can, like... Obviously, like, he's going to be able to get all the resources he wants to help coach. Like, every former player or whatever will will be able to. But I don't think, like, that guy's going to be able to, like, manage, like, mm-hmm. a locker room, mm-hmm. keep him disciplined, mm-hmm. and, like, just be able to. Or even in crucial crunch time situations, I don't think he'll know I, how to game manage. With college players, though, like, him being the coach is going to get yeah, so many people going there. Yeah. They're like, oh, Deion Sanders, like, especially like, guys, oh, like want defensive good, backs yeah. receivers, they're all going to be going there. So it's going to help in that sense. And he can just surround himself with That's what I'm saying. Like, he better. might be able to overcome his lack of coaching for superb talent. Cause, and because he's going to bring in guys that are smarter than him, and they're going to want to be like, oh, I'm coaching with Deion Sanders. going to want to go coach cool. in Miami. They're going to be lo- uh, longest yard over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, that big name. Like if you surround if he surrounds himself with the right people, it's good. Especially because what else? Where's Florida State going right now? Down the drain. They're on their way down. So like yeah, they have to do something crazy. May as well bring in him or bring long, in like Lane Kiffin or something. Long away from so the crazy. Bobby Bowden Dude, days. So crazy. <laughs> Jimbo right. screwed him. So let's talk about the biggest game of the week, maybe of the college football season. We have LSU at Alabama this Saturday at twelve thirty Pacific time. Who you guys got? I have Bama with Tua, and then without Tua, I. What is the probability of Tua playing for you guys? I don't think he's gonna play. I don't think there's any way he doesn't play. He has their biggest game. They might keep him like like they they might not run him. He might not run as much. He might might try and stay away, like throw the ball away more. But if he's playing, like his presence is just better than anyone else out there. Can Jalen Hurts transfer just for one game? Back to yeah. Alabama. Well, then Oklahoma might lose again. <laughs> they might yeah. even lose again, no matter what. The Sooners gone. <laughs> Peter, fucking <laughs> Peter. But uh, so Bama. What about you, Kurt? Uh, I got LSU. LSU with or without uh, Tua. Tua's gonna play, but I think LSU will will beat them. It's in Alabama. I think it's at. It's, it's Alabama. in Alabama. Yeah. But I I think that freaking LSU is a really solid team, and Burrow's gonna just. Mm-hmm. Just shine. Go Tigers. Who has the more annoying voice, LSU's coach or Doc Rivers? Ed, for sure. Ed. But it's Ed's dope. Is hilarious. It's funny, funny, though. I'm going to get some jambalaya. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Who do you have? Tigers. Tigers? Go Tigers. I yeah. wish they were playing at LSU, though, because their student section this is so is dope. And then cool. they have the five-yard lines. Mark. Yeah. I hate that. And their I student section will just be chanting so much stuff. But it's in Bama. But I, I think LSU wins a really close game. I think Bama wins with Tua. I'm kind of on Cody's boat with Tua without obviously. I so think how do you? LSU wins. But then you had LSU at number one. How do you? How do they jump them? Well, that's Bama, if that's if they win. Oh, okay, I got yeah, you. I yeah, got yeah, you. That's I got if you. LSU wins. All right, and then last but not least, we got our top three Heisman watches. We got two of the Heisman candidates playing in that game, the mm-hmm. LSU Alabama game. Um, 
So I think Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, you got Tua, you got Justin Herbert, you got Chase Young, you got a bunch of names that you can go with Justin Fields as well. So who do you guys have as your top three Heisman player or winners? I have three. I don't like have any order of them, but mm-hmm. I have obviously I have Burrow and Tua and I have Justin Fields in there. I th- like I think if any of them are like stand out to me like as a favorite, at least in my perspective, is Justin Fields. Because I think that guy runs that offense so good, and Ohio State just seems to blow everybody out. It's just they're that guy's solid. Man. He like has multiple. He he can run. He can pass. Like I mean, all those guys can. What but. if he was still on Georgia? Would they be better? No, mm. I don't think he does with Ohio State. Like they have Dobbins. Like and with their Wisconsin game, like the first two drives, he didn't even throw the ball. Like he's kind of just like Dobbins a game. Is freaking busted. He's like a game manager. Like he's not gonna put up like all the big stats, but he's like how usual Alabama quarterbacks are. Like they just get, they just win. Well, he was like he was like number one quarterback in his like. Oh yeah, ranking and, out and then Fromm, yeah, Fromm yeah. beat him out. But I think I don't think he's like putting up the stats for Eisen, but he's just like a good he's game just, manager and he gets yeah. him to win. But with Dobbins there, like he does everything. Well, Dobbins, I think like, Dobbins is ahead of him, like Fields, just the way he's. Yeah, playing. I don't know about that. Well, I have. Their defensive teammate Chase Young Chase ahead Young. of both of them. Yeah, so oh for sure. I have two. Uh, I think the suspension's gonna hurt him a lot though. For I yeah, because he's not gonna obviously. get four sacks That's this what I'm week. Saying. Yeah, so I think especially if you're a non-quarterback missing one game. Exactly. Like quarterbacks can miss games like two and still be fine. But if you're a non-quarterback, it's so hard to win. Then. But mm-hmm. he yeah. can go like if he has a big game. Like he he plays against Penn State, and Michigan, and has like big time plays on national TV. Like that'll be good for him too. Yeah, I have Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua. Yeah. But I think if... Eventually, it'll shake up different. If, like, Burrow has a bad game and, say, Tua doesn't play at all, and then, like, Chase Young does what you said, then he could jump him. But if, like, Burrow and Tua both play and they, one of them has a good game, one of them's going to jump to the top ahead of him just because him not playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still too early to tell because last two years, you had Saquon at number one, and then the year before that, I mean, and that year, Kyler Murray ended up winning, Mm -hmm. and the year before that, Baker Mayfield ended up winning, and who was it before? Well, who won? All Oklahoma guys? No, no, no. Before Baker? Yeah, no, the guy that Um, was number one before Baker. You you know who the fuck it is. (laughs) No, I really You're just trying to get us to say it. No, I really It was Lamar, I'm pretty sure. Or was it Deshaun? Oh, it was Lamar Jackson. It was Lamar. You're just trying to guess this. <laughs> They're playing against each other this week after their, their Clemson-Louisville matchup last time. Oh, yeah, they are. That was a shootout. And what about uh, Chuba? Chuba? How do you Chuba? Chuba. Chuba? Chuba, Chuba Hubbard, baby. Chuba. That guy's leading. Is he leading in rushing? I think I out of the think? the big five. Yeah, he, yeah. Out of I think five conferences. Yeah. The NCAA. He's like, go on. He's... But, yeah, I think after this game, the LSU-Bama game, whoever wins it, I think they are going to win the Heisman. Yeah, it's going to put them definitely in the driver's seat just because of how big the game is. Yeah. And Bama still has another big game. And LSU's had big games all season. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Nosebleeds. Thank you, Milton Sports Corner. You guys want to shout out your Twitter, your Spotify, all that stuff? Spotify is Milton Sports Corner, and then Twitter's Milton Sports Corner with no vowels in corner. Because Twitter yep. ran out of space. Yeah, Twitter, they put a limit. They put a limit. So if you want to see on, uh, usually on Thursdays and like Friday nights, post the, the lines for the week. Catch all our picks. Catch yeah. the picks. 
Make sure to go Some check them out. Guests. Thanks for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, thanks, for, thanks having for having us. us. Spins up. It's <laughs> Make sure you guys check out the Nosebleeds. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. On Twitter, we're the underscore Nosebleeds. That's K-N-O-W-S Bleeds. And then on Instagram, we're the Nosebleeds. Make sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're li- listening. really helps us out. Write a review if you're feeling generous. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. And we out. Deuces. Thank you.